Blog Talk Radio. Bring it on. Bring it on to me. Bring it on to me. I'm so ready for anything. Bring it down.
Namaste. Love, light, and blessings to everyone. Um, tonight is the Endowment Council January update, which is very interesting information. And then after that, I have a surprise guest that was set up, which actually a friend of mine um, that will be calling in and someone that they know that will be one of their guests. <clears throat> and that will be a surprise for the second hour. So enjoy the first hour pre-recording that I do with Karen and go from there. I'll talk to you in an hour. Hello, Namaste, Galilee. I have arrived in a ship, cargo hold, and Galilee is here once again for us. We thank you for being here to meet with us. My Thank pleasure. You, Hello, Mark. Namaste. You are welcome. Namaste to both of you. Namaste. Follow me. Okay, we're going up the ramp out of the cargo hold. You and Mark have put together several questions, and we have an ambassador and one of our, what you would consider as a scientist, to answer the questions that you have put together. So, they are looking forward to talking with you and assisting Earth in this new paradigm of your new year. That's an interesting question. I'm sure Mark will align with me on this. When you say new paradigm of a new year, is Earth time different than other planetary systems? Is our new year exclusive to Earth, yes. Every one of your planetary systems, all planets have their time sequence and their time paradigm in a reference pattern to your astrological alignment. So, therefore, Earth's alignment is, and your axis and where you're rotating within your galaxy is completely unique to Earth. And every planet has their unique coordinates that allow them to have a different paradigm of time. Hmm. Gary, I have one specific question regarding this. I was talking to a friend of mine by Mount, that lives near Mount Shasta in California. As you know, is a crystal city of light. And also in New Hampshire, we have a crystal city of light. And it was his perspective that they are... Uh, three time uh, timelines are uh, ahead of us, or or a difference. Is there a difference in different spots on the planet due to the collective consciousness of the area, affected perhaps by the crystal cities of light, as you have has been mentioned before, where our, the tenth dimensional Andromeda Council uh, being uh, uh, members are present within the inner Earth in those spots. All right, yes and no. So to answer in a nutshell, the timeline of those areas are the exact same as Earth. The timeline of the beings that cohabit it are different. Therefore, the synergy of the two creates a different coordinate of balance. It would be hard for all of you to understand this distinction. 
It's the fact that the beings there are evolving on a different frequency that causes the frequency of the mountain to have a different energy signal to the rest of Earth. But the mountain itself is not vibrating differently. The beings are bringing a different frequency to it because of their high vibration. And that's true in all of the bases that we have told you have been filled by beings from other uh, other planetary systems and other dimensionalities. So mm. it is a similar concept there. Now, let me introduce you. We're moving into a conference room, and two beings are standing up, and they're bowing in namaste. Hello, namaste. Namaste. Hello. I believe I've been told your names are Karen and Mark. Yes. 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 That would be accurate. Good. We are thrilled to meet with you. The being who is the scientist is definitely from a not purely human has human characteristics, but of their an advanced species of human. Um, Galilee is saying that is accurate, Karen. She would be from a tenth to a fifteenth dimensional planetary system that you have not visited yet. You are not familiar with that galaxy. And the point being is, what you need to know for today is that she brings a very evolved evolutionary aspect and wisdom to the questions you have asked about the planet and food sources and chemical contamination. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And we I, are open and receptive to listen. And I am your commander. I am... Commander Quadil. Commander Quadil, I am here to answer some of your other questions. But I will allow Dr. Zenith to answer the questions about your food sources and your water and air and ground. Okay. Thank you. How would you like to proceed with this? Will you answer the questions as you feel appropriate? Yes, that would be best. Let us complete our answers before you ask for clarity. Understood. Thank you. Understood. I would like to answer Mark's question first. As the commander, I would like to clarify for you what you asked about when will you experience ascension on your planet? What does that look like? What does that feel like? How will it show up? How will you know when will you be living in the peace of it? That is a question that has no definite answer. That is a question that 
is going to be an evolving status. And there's never going to be an arrival point. Because, yes, you were defined in the second and third dimensionality. But you were constantly evolving within that third and second dimensionality. And then you'd leap up to a fourth, and then something else, a war would happen over there, and it would drop you back down. It is a constant seesawing on the evolutionary ride of life. And the reason being is that you constantly have to have the contrast. If you didn't constantly have a contrast, you wouldn't evolve as souls. If you didn't have death, you wouldn't truly understand life. If you didn't have an ego, that consciousness that counters love, oneness, peace, you would constantly have the issue of not being able to step further. You would just be in this happy la-la place. So the point being is you will feel it moment by moment. And those moments will last longer than others. Some will last shorter than others. You will be flowing and you will be manifesting and you will feel really good about something and then, boom, something happens. You lose your job. You have a car accident. You have a health issue. A loved one dies. Something is stolen from you. All of those traumatic events that allow you choice, they allow you the choice of saying, I'm going to be a victim or not. So the true power of knowing you're in a fifth dimensional existence is how few the moments are that you feel victimized. You feel like something is against you, you have no power. You feel that something, someone, some place is holding you back. Those are the moments you're still in third dimension. So what I want to say as the answer to this question, the real truth is it depends on where you are emotionally. And the stronger you get at standing in pure power, pure ability to manifest and create your life, the more you will be living in fifth dimension. Now, your society is designed at this time to make you feel third-dimensional. Hyping up conversations about war, creating agencies and secretive groups that cause terrorist threats, harming soil, land, water, animals, people, Controlling, manipulating finances, jobs, resources are all ways that are going to be utilized to keep you feeling like victims. Because as much, as long as the powers that wish to keep a monopoly 
and wish to keep enslavement can force people to feel down and out and depressed and victimized. Every time you feel that, they win. And that's what they're working towards. And that's throughout the galaxies. Earth's not alone. It happens on every planet. And the more that you as a person and each of you stand strongly in the power that I create my world, I manifest my world, I have it be what I want it to be. The more that you do that, the more power and the control and most importantly, that is when you experience fifth dimension and the ascension process. So it is not an arrival point. It is a feeling status. Do you understand? I do completely. You, Mark? Yes. Well, certainly. Then what is what action steps do we need to do to move forward into the new dimensionality of the earth and you know, to move forward? Because especially the many of us that are the Light Workers Way Shores that are truly putting the effort to move forward to do what we feel and know that we're here on the planet to do but are hindered by the lack of money and everything how do we step out of that to move forward so that we can truly truly do and be more of what we choose to be here on the physical earth plane? You just gave the perfect example of victimization. You have been taught that without money, you have no power, you have no control, you have no ability to alter anything. And you can look back an example throughout time that when beings decided that it would be and they knew without a doubt it would happen it did it showed up there are magnificent ways to connect to people now on your planet you would have the ability through your internet and your phones and your social medias and your your thought processes to connect to the right people. But you have been taught the money doubt seed. It's planted very well and it's sprouting very large. And that is the biggest, that is the only thing in your way, is your belief that you need money. So not true. So that is a belief system of the third dimension, not of the fifth dimension. So you can create without money. Just keep knowing that. You already have. But you keep getting stopped by the conversation that the financial system has enslaved you by. So when and how can we teleport, for example, to Mount Shasta, to England, and other places where there are groups of like mind and conscious 
uh, workers co-creating to co-create together, or other fast oh, means here, of, yes. of transportation. Because of course that's one of the expenses is air travel time and costs. So how about teleportation or perhaps using one of the Dramatian Council ships, you know, multiple other ways to travel around the planet very easily, very quickly, and without any expense. No need. No need. See, you're talking third dimension in that conversation. That's all third dimension, that you have to physically be present. You and Karen are in the middle of another galaxy right now, and you didn't spend a dime, and you didn't have to buy gas, and you didn't have to buy an airplane ticket. You have a dragon. You have the ability to connect to other multiverses, and you all do. Karen has remembered how. Mark, you know how to energetically connect. You don't need to physically be there. In fact, physical presence is something that is counter to what you're wanting to achieve. The real truth of the fifth dimension is that you can teleport, teleport energetically and get somewhere. You can do that simply by sitting and meditating. The real power for all of you, all of you, I'm answering this question because it isn't only about Mark. For all of you, your true power comes from sitting, getting into a meditative zone. Get into a spiritual zone where you are one with the light. And in that oneness, you can go anywhere. Ask for assistance. Ask to be grounded and to be shown what the connections are that are in your highest and greatest good. What are the connections that you connect? Who can you connect with? Where can you connect with to serve in love and light? Where is it right for you to give at this moment of time? You will be taken to what is the right next best step. It is not something you have to buy a plane ticket to. In fact, you will never be able to buy a plane ticket to the real power source of your telepathic mind, your ability to be clairsendient, clairaudient, and connect with other lightworkers. You can connect in the same manner that you have heard Karen do in different spaceships and different meetings and council gatherings where she's heard and seeing others. You can all do that in some form or fashion mm-hmm. if you practice it and you allow it. Mm-hmm. On that note, I am going to turn the conversation over to Dr. Zenith so that she can continue and answer the other questions that you had written out for us to answer for you. Yes, I am here to discuss the situation on Earth as far as your your soil, water, plants, and animal air contamination. 
it has been rather overwhelming in the last 20 years what has been happening. We're not surprised this happened on other planets as well. The contingent that wishes to keep Earth enslaved has gone all out to cause mass extinction, to be able to control and keep the planet subservient. Now, I say that because, again, we have been working with other planetary systems. It also happened on our planet. I wish to go over the facts and figures with you. I know that it has been a huge concern of many. And you have asked, how do you counter it? What do you do to balance it? What do you do to alter the situation so that it cannot harm yourselves, Earth, other beings, water, the air, the biosphere. You are being controlled right now through bioconnect technology and bioengineering. There are other breakdowns of that that are also happening with a genetic basis. With a huge breakthrough of understanding DNA and genetics. Unfortunately, with every great piece of wisdom humans achieve, there is the counterbalance of those who wish to use it for harm. Again, that is why you're in physical form. That is why you're on the planet. I will tell you the pros and the cons to this consequence and this situation. The pros are that you are each being called to step up and step into your power. As easily as you can connect to other worlds, other beings, connect to the thought consciousness supporting certain mountains and certain people and certain places. Connect to the vortex of an area to achieve and receive its wisdom. To visit a city, a place, a structure to align with its energy. You can also assist your body and the planet with the energy signature that is left from substances or abusive chemicals. All of that is possible. The genetically modified organisms, GMOs, that are prevalent right now on your planet have been undermined and manipulated to get into the system to keep people blind. No different than the wars on your planet have been manipulated and caused into being for manipulative, greedy, power-control-based reasons that has gone on throughout time on your planet and most other planets. All done as a counterbalance. 
it is in the face of those kind of catastrophes that humans have evolved the most. That is what causes them to step away from those limited thinking and those belief systems and, and basically following the leader mentalities. Your government says, jump here, and you do. And then they say, jump over there. And then they say, jump twice as high, and, and you all do. Blindly following. It's very interesting to observe a planetary system like yours, and you have these leaders who create mass genocide or the leaders who get people to believe in their philosophy and then have them drink Kool-Aid. Their government's been doing that forever. It says, we the people, and we're doing this for you, and you guys all say, yay, and it's not at all for you. Humanity has blindly followed the leader for centuries and millennia. In the Dark Ages, you had kings and queens who said, go fight these people because they don't believe the way we do. And everybody said, yeah, we're going to war. It's still happening. It just looks different. You're still in that same paradigm of thinking. Governments ring the bell, yank the chain, pull the string, and people follow, believing what they've been told, believing they need a government to keep them together, believing that the government is doing this for the highest and greatest good, rather for the highest and greatest good of all, rather than the highest and greatest good for the few. It is an opportunity for humanity to stop taking orders from elsewhere and to start intuiting feelings from inside. Now, in any large society, you need structures in place to provide a time frame and a sequence of events and a place, purpose, and outcome. You need all of that to function. What has been happening in corporations is they want control, they want dominance. They want mass market share. They want to be the one who gets the pie, who gets the income. That's standard procedure. And when you get a company that wants it above and beyond all else, no matter the casualties, that's when it becomes a problem. You asked 
if the Andromeda Council could and is doing anything to assist. Yes, we are. You have beings in the marketplace that are doing a lot of the gathering of the information. They're getting things posted. They're getting together the organizations that are educating you. They are being a voice and amplifying it for the people who want a voice. No, they're not doing it for you. However, we have been hearing a lot of prayers, asking for support about this. And when we get those, we can do a little bit more. But most importantly, this is one of the areas to step out of being a victim. And the reason that we honored the questions for this and that Karen was guided to ask is the fact that way too many of you are feeling victimized by it. You've asked for ascension. If you're feeling victimized by a certain aspect, then we are aligned and able to give you the proper information to assist you in moving beyond this stopping point. And Mark, just as you asked about how to connect with other beings, and you realize the resistance is coming from the idea that you need money to travel there. Same thing about the genetically modified substances. You don't need us to counter them. What you need to do is bless them, spiritually bless them, molecularly see the molecules of the food turn to light rays. Bless it as vibrant health in your body. Cleanse and clear your body through light, energy, of anything toxic. Mm-hmm. You have the power to do that in the same manner as you have the power to energetically connect to another state. You have the power to heal your own bodies. You have the power to transmute food into a loving frequency. You have the power to cleanse your body, to heal issues, to realign structures, tissues, muscles, the spine. You have the power to create a new coating on your stomach wall and your intestines that is no longer poked with holes because of the pesticides in your genetically modified organisms. You have the power to shift it. You have the power to look up in the sky when they're dropping the chemicals down on it from your chemtrails and cleanse that and see it as white light and see it as love sparkling down on everyone. It is in that visualization. It is in that transition and that consciousness, that knowingness that you are living in the fifth dimension. Those are the actions, those are the choices to take and make. And when you take and make those kind of choices, 
knowing you can shift the energy, knowing that that food was just transmuted into loving frequency. And in that loving frequency, in the dissolving of that, all toxins are turned into loving, empowering organisms that assist your growth, that assist your well-being. Keep sending that same energy into the earth, into the to your water, your your air, the soil. When it steals that energy from you, that immense love, earth has the ability to align with that frequency and shift the energy of everything that exists. Those are the actions to take to stand and live in a fifth dimensional frequency. I, I, myself, and I know there are many others on the planet that are open to receive these teachings from you so that we can then teach others and have it expand like the, the, the dots of the connections of the spider's web outward to the entire population of the planet. So whatever way we can do this, we are welcome to this. As I know, I feel it, and many others do, the gathering of like mind and consciousness that can do more of this co-creation together that, that you and the rest of the Dharmadine Council speak of. So all of us on the planet that are doing this work are open to your wisdom and everyone else that works with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that intention and that you just created that for everyone. That is an intention that will rain and will shine. And it is in your thought processes and your your active projection of that love and those thought processes that you will create that. It is in that projection that allows you to all connect in a mass consciousness form. Because... Hmm. When you connect, I'm going to go into a quantum physics type conversation here. And I'm going to use Karen as an example. You've all heard Karen talk with her wise one. We have heard of them. We know of them. We know of both of your work in order to be able to have this conversation with you and to speak to you in terminology that you will relate to and understand. We know of the work. Now, she has described multiple times that she has merged with the consciousness of the wise ones who are beings that she once was and she goes into a room of light vibration and she communicates with that light vibration. Each of you are light vibration. So, she has the group, the wise ones. You could call that one room. You can call the community light workers. That's another room. That's a much larger assembly. Then you can go into mass consciousness. And it's a huge assembly of light energy. Or you can go into the consciousness of the United States, the consciousness of China, the consciousness of Russia. You can pick any one of those continents and then you, you get the collective energetic room where that frequency is all gathered. 
It's all frequency. It's all light connection. So if you choose to consciously connect with one particular group, all you have to do is define it. And then allow yourself to hear the connection. It's no different than if you picked up your phone and, Mark, you wanted to call Karen and you type in her phone number. You've just typed into the electrical connection to her. You can do the exact same thing through your first eye. Whenever you think, I wish to connect to all light workers who are involved with Mount Shasta and are supporting the energetic shifts and connecting with the ascended beings that are currently there or the Andromeda Council beings that are working with us from that point of contact. Those words were the phone number to connect you to that energetic databank of thought. You all have the capability. The same as you pick up the phone and dial a number, you can pick up a thought and dial the intention to the group. That is the action. And those are the moments that you're going to be living in fifth dimension. The more you do it, the more you're there. The more you do it, the better you'll get at connecting. First, it's not going to feel like you're connected for some of you. Others, you're going to go, wow, got it. But the practice, as you all say on earth, practice makes perfect. It does. It does. As you connect, you will get stronger and stronger and stronger. Now, I wish to address the question, in addition to the genetically modified food and the issues happening there, I wish to address the bioengineering that is happening through systems like the heart machine and the lasers that are shooting protons or photons into the universe and creating these massive wave changes of energy flowing in your world and your biosphere. That is a situation that the Andromeda Council is monitoring. And I'm going to ask the commander to speak more about that. Yes, thank you. The distinction with the bioengineering on the planet has been affecting your biosphere and therefore it affects the galaxy and the multiverses. We have been stepping in on those situations because it is a molecular domino effect. When blasts are sent out, it radiates out and ripples throughout all galaxies in the universe. So it is very crucial that we maintain the consequence of that, of those actions. No different than we are managing the nuclear weapons on your planet. 
because that would create a massive ripple effect that could be extremely dangerous for the galaxies and the multiverses. That was one of your questions. And yes, it is affecting Earth. Earth is on a very strong axis, and we are working to maintain that. When the harp machines are fired, we send an echo sound wave back to your planet to counter it. And sometimes we need to send from multiple directions around the planet so that we can counter all of the ways that it would ripple. Because it's not like when you throw a pebble into a pond and you see the two-dimensionality of that ripple. When a heart machine is projected into your biosphere, the ripple effect happens in every single angle that revolves around the blast. So we are managing that tightly to avoid any severe damage. For instance, one blast into the biosphere could cause a ripple effect of a sound wave that if it should shoot through a portal could go into another galaxy and throw off the axis of the planets in the other galaxy to point where it could cause weather problems. It could cause mass extinction or, or too much heat, too much cold. There's so many ways in which that can throw off the whole system. And you know that well. You have experienced the extreme heat waves and the extreme cold waves on your planet. Imagine if those sound waves were allowed to echo out. A nuclear war causes the same kind of ripple effect. It can throw other planetary systems off balance and it could literally destroy spacecraft. It echoes out and it hits debris or an asteroid belt. It can shatter that into spaceships, people, space stations, other planetary systems. It's very dangerous. That's not something to play with. And I want you to know that that is something that we're handling from an Andromeda Council maintain, maintenance schedule. We maintain safe structures for all types of bioengineering done on the planet. Is there a way for us, perhaps us here in the physical earth plane, to, or perhaps utilizing your technology here? to take those systems out so HARP and these other t- technologies created <coughs> by people on the earth that are against creation, against greater good of humanity, to take those systems out permanently, to take them offline permanently? 
Well stated in your question, and here's why. Whatever you are against will stay in place. That is a resistance pattern. What you resist persists. If you're fighting for something, the fighting keeps you in third dimension and it keeps you in play to being a victim. Because only victim, right, victims have to fight for freedom. The fifth dimensional approach to this is to continue to see the units not working, the units being disengaged, the units being gone. To continue to see the balance of the biosphere and thank that, stand in gratitude for that. So if you're going to, we don't want to use that term. What we offer to you, if you want to stand in the fifth dimension, what you do is stand in gratitude for the structures that create a sacred, safe, healthy engineering of all weather to support all galaxies. Stand for the balance of energy flow. Stand for the companies that have the clean air. And keep in visualizing that. Keep in visualizing how incredible it would be to just have water, that every person in the planet has water, every person on the planet has enough healthy food, that all of the food are healthy. Envision the bees buzzing all around your trees and your fields. Envision just going out and and having a car that runs without petroleum. And that it runs beautifully, efficiently. Envision the clean air. Envision the beautiful blue sky without any kind of haze in it. And the more people who do that, the more it will molecularly change into being. There's the true power. That's how you experience the fifth dimension. That's the true actualization of it. Because you're not thinking about the finances involved. You're not even determining that you need money. When you see it all in place, it's already there. It already is. The money thing will just take care of itself because you've already pictured it there. We know you've heard this a million times. We want to give specific examples to honor your question about how to experience the fifth dimension. And if there is a need to be somewhere, go somewhere, do something, gather together as a group, you will have the way to do that. You will. It's, you're moving into the third year of the age of Aquarius for Earth. The third year is creation. 
creative. It is time for you to create your world through your thoughts, through light energy, through the knowingness that you are a magnificent creator. You have the ability to do this. That's what's so incredibly important right now. That's what's the next step of ascension for all of you. And think about that. We know from your time frame and your structure that your year 2015 aligns with the energetic flow of balance. The balance of the material and the spiritual world. How appropriate. How else are you going to balance other than to create for yourself? Because victims don't create balance. Victims have no control over money and material objects. Victims can't even feel their spirituality because they're stopped in the left brain of the human body. When you know you can create and manifest, you are standing in, first and foremost, a number three frequency of creativity that's aligning with your ascension time frame. And then you're able to create within a year that balances you money materialistically with spirituality. And that is, again, it is in that stance, knowingness, and ability that you are aligned and experiencing the fifth dimension. Any additional questions around that? Mark? Yes. Um, yeah. Um, oh, Karen had, what is the truth about Brooks Bank? That's one of the, Karen's questions. Well, the Brooks Bank and the Nassara program, she had both asked, and that's a, that's, we're going to group those together. Because the Nassara program is something that your world leaders had envisioned. You had several world leaders working on that program, John F. Kennedy and one of your um, prime ministers in China. Now, it was to put together a program that would have a more economic balance among all people. And basically, for those of you who know about Hungary, and how they are designed as a government. Hungary is a Nassara program. Everybody has an education. Everybody has medical coverage. Everybody has a job. Everybody gets um, is taken care of if they're out of a job. And if they can't get another job, they can go back and get another education. Everybody has the opportunity for social activity and um organizations. Everybody has the ability to go to a gym for exercise. Everybody gets time with their family and their children. Everybody has a roof over their head. And there's no crime. Very, 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 very minute little crime. 
because everybody's survival is taken care of. And everybody lives basically in a similar structure. Now, yes, there's a little, there's a little bit more elite here or there, and but it's more of a middle class mentality than extremely rich and extremely poor. So the Nisara program was put together to bring that kind of balance to the United States, to China. And it was being offered to be served throughout the world. John F. Kennedy was killed shortly thereafter, and the um, Prime Minister was uh, pushed out of power. We'll say it that way. Now, the reason that we bring all this into being is that was the basis of what the BRICS Church is about. The BRICS Church representing Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South America. South America being added on, it was the BRIC Church at first, which is why Brazil is separate in the equation. Now, the purpose for this was to step out of the enslavement of the Federal Reserve families that are controlling not only the monies in the United States, but the currency values in all countries. They had a monopoly, which they could then therefore control and manipulate and pull strings on whenever they stop the whimsy to. So the point of the BRICS church was to eliminate the monopoly and have an option. Because when you have two companies competing, you don't have outrageous prices and exorbitant charges any longer because there's competition. That was the purpose of both of those programs. Now, Karen, and we'll we'll discuss in that process of creating the BRICS Church, what was also happening is some of the monies for different countries that have been devalued because of wars Vietnam, and you have uh, Iraqi monies. You have other other structures and other places that are low as well due to the Federal Reserve wanting to keep the people poor. So it's happening throughout these different areas. South Africa is another area. When you have this happen and you start to create a new bank, what happens is the monies can then be given greater value. So they're discussing reevaluating and bringing back the true worth 
so that the people in these countries aren't impoverished and that, you know, if they make 100 rupee, it means more than it has been meaning. All of these are being worked on. All of these are being brought out to the playing field, again, to create a balance. When you don't have extreme rich, you don't have extreme poor. And the extreme rich are the ones pulling the strings. You all know this. You all feel this. And they're running the government and they're running the Federal Reserves. And actually, some of the families and the secret agencies are running the government. Mm. We can tell you this. One of the questions that both of you have had, Mark and Karen, is what are we doing to assist in those arenas? How are we helping to change the financial structure and the structures of the education and the media? What are we doing to help those? It has been a slow process. Again, We cannot come in and take away all of the structures of the third dimensional existence because there are people who are still living in them. There are people still willing to be victims. They still, it's their story. Well, so-and-so did this to me, and because of this job that fired me, And because of my medical diagnosis, I can't A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Mm. There are too many people who are still holding on to the story and the sentence that keeps them from having to be responsible, keeps them from having to own their power, their glory, their light, and their ability as creator. It keeps them playing small and little. It is a pattern that that's what they've been taught. It's generational. It's literally in their DNA at this point. And they don't know how to even begin to think beyond it. We are there. We are helping to get the structures in place for those who are asking for it. It's not going to be a massive shift until more people say, enough, I'm no longer willing to be a victim. Mm. We are working on it. We know that you are concerned about the massive arrests. And are these people going to jail? Are they going to be assassinated? Are they going to be eliminated? Well, the term assassination is a third-dimensional term. Are there going to be mass rioting's in the street? Are people going to be murdered? You're seeing that happening now because of those that are unwilling to let the old paradigm go. And those are the victimizers and the victims. Both sides of the coin are unwilling to let it go. We are there. We are working on it. We are shifting it 
in the volumes and the levels that align with the shift of mass consciousness. Mm. You want it to change more quickly, get busy and create. Create the different vision. Send out the telepathic energy frequency and signals to allow Mm. that to shift. Mm. Again, it's in those moments and those actions that you will experience the fifth dimension. Yeah. One of Karen's other questions is, what is the truth about the dragon family in China and the goal they are taking care of for humanity? The dragon family. And we know where this is coming from. She wants to know if this is an Andromeda Council family, if this is from uh, a starseed family, or are these the malevolent beings that are holding all the gold to keep all of the rest of humanity impoverished? And the truth is that the Dragon family is an ancient family. They go back to Lemurian time. They go back to the Crystal Cities. They are from other star galaxies. They are a very advanced race and group. They have been living among you secretively to maintain their identity and to maintain their ability to keep a sacred space on your planet for enlightenment for the oneness, for this time of ascension. They have stayed. They've gone on and off planet. You've had different contingents of the family. It's really a a galaxy system. But they have become human. They have morphed into human beings so that they could walk among you without being known and seen and heard as the advanced souls that they are. Now that ascension has happened, now that many have chosen to move forward, they are coming out. They are working with the collective that wishes the Nasara program and wishes for the beings that are in power, controlling and manipulating, wishing for the day that they are put back and brought down off of their platforms and put back into society to live as compassionate beings. They are working towards that. They are working towards a financial structure. It was the Prime Minister's family. He was one of the Dragon families that was working for Nasara. So, they are malevolent beings. Yes and no, they are from a planetary system that is aligned with the Andromeda Council. 
but not in our universe to be part of the council. And we are working with them. We are very aware of them. They are very aware of us. They are totally cooperative. We know that they are doing what's right and what's best. We are monitoring them. They are letting us know of all of their actions so that they do not cause any misunderstandings or miscommunications. We wish for them to be a part of the council. They do have a representative here, even though they are not technically members. And, yes, you can trust in them. You can trust in their motives and in their intentions. If there's any way that I can be liaison to work with both you and them as being here in a physical earth plane embodiment, I'm open and receptive to do that in a fully physical and conscious way. I'm offering my services. Thank you. You already are. You already are through these meetings. Know that you're already creating a huge difference by these meetings and by holding the strength of these meetings and whenever you do your universal work, again, we go back as a reminder to summarize this this meeting. To live in a fifth dimensional frequency, to experience the ascension process and the ascension of 2012 is to live in a consciousness, to know that you are a light. And you have you have a transporter in your first eye. You've got the connection through your pineal gland. You can connect to all other worlds. It is your transmitter. And as you connect, Set your intention for the bank of information you want to speak with, whether it's your higher consciousness, whether it's the collective consciousness of Earth, whether it's the collective consciousness of people who are for healthy soil and food, whether it's the collective consciousness for those that are working with the beings at Mount Shasta, whether it's the collective consciousness for a balanced financial structure. You have that ability. It is clear, present, and available at every moment. You are moving into the third year of the ascension and the year of creativity. Standing in a world year in your time frame of 2015 a number eight frequency that is the balance between material wealth and spiritual wealth. You have a golden opportunity right now to step forward and live in the fifth dimension. And the more that each of you create that for yourselves, the greater the collective consciousness frequency will be. The more that 
you express gratitude every day for a balanced financial system. In doing that, you empower the Nasara programs and the BRICS Bank. The more that you stand for justice, peace, and a government of democracy that the people support the people, you will start to see that flowing into place. It's not about the leaders or your Congress or your Senate. It's about what you stand for and you believe in and you project your thought to. If you keep projecting thought to, our governments are idiots, they don't listen to us, I don't like this person, I don't like that person, it's never going to happen. If you keep focusing on conversations like that, you will remain in the third dimension. It is that simple and that crystal clear. And that's what beings of higher dimensionality understand. You've heard it from multiple resources now. We wanted to bring clarity to your questions and bring a different perspective to this conversation. Because the more clarity and the more perspectives you get, the more quickly, easily, and powerfully you will stand in the experience of fifth dimensionality. We thank you. We are honored that you came to talk with us, and we look forward to supporting Earth and all of its inhabitants more fully, clearly, and completely with each raise of consciousness your collective takes on. Thank you. It is time to end this meeting. We are honored. We say namaste. Goodbye for now. Thank you. Namaste. namaste. Thank you. Thank you. Galilee is taking me out. Mark, while we're walking back to the... Um, Back to where Drummond is. Cargo Hall, thank you for that. Will you please give your information, um, let people know what they can accomplish working with you and how to contact you? Well, I am a conscious walk-in, and I assist those that I work with to, to consciously bring in their ascension experience in a more direct and focused way to a conscious integration of their multidimensional soul and beyond, and beyond that, and consciously integrate more of the living consciousness of creation, which is already within their soul, but bring more of it in in a more fully conscious way, as well as that the living consciousness of our dear sweet planet Mother Earth, or Terra, as the rest of the universe knows her to be, so they can truly bring more of this co-creation in a more conscious and direct way. And part of the natural process of this is their natural intuitive abilities that they have will be more fine-tuned and expanded, and perhaps new abilities will come into their conscious awareness and be able to utilize them. Not only psychic and intuitive, mystic, and many other abilities which they didn't even know that they had, or new ways of using what they're already doing. And it's lots of fun. 
And I can and how be can reached, I contact you? I can be reached at Inner Light Expressions with an S at hotmail dot com or my Facebook is Marcus dot Healing for Inner Peace. And they can also reach me on my radio show, which is blogtalkradio.com backslash be love now. And for my listeners, um, where, where can they reach you? Oh, good point. Um, KarenCressman.com is my website. There are opportunities to sign up for my bi-monthly newsletters and radio show information. There's also five years of newsletters, a plethora of information from many different sources, and the wise ones that we discussed today, I do a radio show on the second and fourth Sundays of the month. The fourth Sunday is always the wise one, which is a group of fun, joyous Ascended Masters. We have a blast on that show. And the second week is always about from another source of light and information, whether it be God, Jesus, an archangel, the sun, the moon, I have different guests on. And the journey work that I do. I do individual sessions for divine guidance, for how to heal uh, an aspect of your spirit, how to powerfully step forward, what is a resistance block that you have, what is a spiritual connection that you have with someone. I introduce you to your body consciousness to learn how to work with it for healing and growth. So there's many possibilities, all of which are on KarenCressman.com. Right. Okay. Something something which I am working on, which I talked to you about, Karen, is I am working with others um, that are also on a path that are closely connected intergalactically and so forth, and we are looking for others to bring together because we are working on the gathering, which many have talked about, to bring others that would like to consciously co-create together through different means. And so if anyone is really connected to what we teach here, what we express here on our Dramadine Council shows that are connected with the earth, to help the earth, to help humanity, to help the animals, to help nature in whatever way they feel that they directly support creation, whether it be in the earth plane or beyond, please contact me and we will figure out where you fit in with the work that we are co-creating. So you can contact me again at InnerLightExpressions at Hotmail.com or on, on Facebook, uh, Marcus.YoungFurnaPeace. Namaste. All right. Of long blessings to all. I am at the cargo hold with Galilee, and I would like to say namaste to all of you, and thank you. Thank you for truly hearing the message today. It is extremely important that those who are drawn to this information Hold the space and the light and start these practices. 
by starting these practices, you create a ripple effect. When you truly know how powerful all of you are, you will see massive changes in the social structures on Earth that are holding you back and keeping you victim. And you have to go beyond that victim consciousness in order to have it shift. And it happens one by one by one. So thank you to all of you. Thank yourselves for hearing this and choosing those actions every day to utilize your abilities as a light worker, as a light source. Because truly, the word light worker simply comes from those who are willing to work with the light. Some of you came in and you just became awakened sooner than others. But you're all light workers, every single one of you. Don't think that if you're not Karen or Mark, you're not a light worker. Not true. It's those who work with the light. And each of you can be that the absolute moment you choose to start. That is the other aspect for all of you to know. I send you with welcome to your 2015. As Karen wrote in her holiday letter, Happy New You in this Happy New Year. Namaste. I take my leave. Namaste. Namaste, Galilee. Thank you. Thank you, Galilee. What a beautiful way to end this. All right. Thank you all. And uh, we'll be back next month. Bye for now. Namaste. Love, line, blessings to all. Namaste. Love, line, blessings. Um, this was indeed a very loving and powerful and supportive show for all of Earth's humanity. And um, what I'm going to do, because I need to touch base with some listeners, I mean, some callers I have in the queue, then I'm going to be playing a song which I think everyone will enjoy. Yeah. And it's, it's about four minutes. I'm not just this body, emotion, or this mind, these senses or conditions, feelings going round. The truth is, I am really not as I appear. Not ending or beginning I am ever, everywhere Who I really am Who I truly am Is boundless Beyond body Beyond mind and time Beyond this earthly life Learning to discover My means of taking form I 
I'm ever on a journey Experience it all Everything's illusion Lives of every thought Momentary pleasure Passing through this world But who I really am I truly am is endless awesome wonder ageless wisdom design beyond this earthly life I am not this body Emotion or this mind Senses or conditions Feelings going round The truth is I am really Not as I appear Not ending or beginning I'm ever everywhere Who I really am Who I truly am Is endless Awesome wonder Ageless wisdom Design Beyond this earthly Beyond this body, beyond mind and time, beyond this earthly She's doing the work she needs to do. Um, I am bringing in a, a, an old friend of mine who is definitely very gifted and that's very important information to share. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself, what you do, and your links, and then you can share what, what you um, you have to share. Go right ahead. Hi, um, Muggsy. Let's see, Dr. Sam Muggsy, my link, EBH. Dot club is my new website where I'm doing diaries of um, ET contacts, messages that we're getting literally uh, straight from the source, and um, also we are getting, uh, I'm getting information about how to protect yourself from the chemtrails, how to rebuild the body, and how to set up your own um, wellness center, which I think is really important um, the, this kind of dovetails in with your show, but recently I've discovered that um, there was a lot of information put out about Ebola and all these flus, and I'm a doctor, I have patients, and we've been um, 
building up our immune system and also um, using natural vi- virus protections, and we're still getting sick and for long periods of time. And I just recently found out that the chemtrails, part of their spraying now is uh, fiberglass, which is coated with aluminum, and it gives you a dry cough and flu-like symptoms. It will also give you a red, horrible rash if you're outside, and you won't be able to get rid of it. One of my patients has had this red rash for about a year and a half, and he's tried everything and cannot get rid of it. Um, It also induces shingles and herpes because the body's under stress. So there are a couple of protocols that I've put together that are really simple to use and a great way to protect the body from any kind of chemtrails. And I agreed with what you put on your message because um, we shouldn't live in fear. And if we have the remedies, then we don't have to worry about the problems because we can fix them. So the the way to fix this chemtrail cough or uh, manufactured flu-like symptoms is actually with a red onion. And what you do is you take a red onion, you slice it about the thickness of a butter knife, and then you apply it to the arch of your foot, wrap your foot, leave it on for about four hours, and then switch it out and do another one. And you want to keep doing that until your body, the body is using the oil um, from the onions to uh, dislodge or detox from the... um, from the fiberglass, and so uh, you want to keep doing that. Some people, I talked to uh, Santos Bonacci this morning, and he got sprayed really bad, and his eyes are all swollen, and he's got a red rash, and he's got the cough and stuff. So if you have it to an extreme, you want to keep doing the red onion until it's gone and wear it on your foot. Um, I keep mine on for about four hours, and then I switch it out, but I keep it on continuously, especially when they're spraying like 20 planes in the air or something just as a form of protection. And then the other two things is vitamin C and MSM. And what you want to do is you want to take 2,000 milligrams of each three times a day to help rid the body of these poisons from your system. So um, these remedies I found worked. And the other thing was ginseng. They make an instant ginseng tea. And you can get this on eBay. It's relatively inexpensive. And I just add a packet to my coffee in the morning. And the reason why you want ginseng is because this fiberglass actually stresses the body out, which is why you break out in shingles or herpes. And when you take ginseng, it will actually keep the body from stressing out while you're detoxing it. Plus, it also has a lot of other healing um, attributes as well. So I just wanted to get that out on the air uh, because I know so many people are suffering from this, and I haven't seen anybody really posting about the remedies, so I wanted to get it out. So thank you for letting me do that, Marcus. Now, um, are they doing the same spraying worldwide? Or do they tend to do certain types of spraying in different countries? Because I know they they are doing the spraying not just here in the U.S. Right. It's worldwide. And what they're doing is they're actually using the jet stream 
to deliver the chemtrails. So I live in Arizona. They spray the heck out of us. And if you go and look at the jet stream, you can actually see where they're going to be depositing the bomb, the chemical bomb. And um, you can tell by the particle size, which uh, three microbes is, is a pretty good size, and that's going to fall to the ground relatively quickly. But they've been doing one microbe, which will stay in the air for a long period of time. So they literally could hit. Um, now, this is from engineers, not from me. I, I don't know this information. This is what they've taught me. But one microbe could go from Arizona to the East Coast. So they would, e they would not even have a clue that they were being subjected to these chemicals until it hits them, and then, then it's too late, of course. So, um, but, yeah, uh, um, Santos is in Australia, and Australia is getting hit real big. The other thing is, too, is that um, a lot of people are having issues with their thyroid. It attacks their thyroid. So you want to do an iodine. And the best one to do is a potassium iodine, and there's one called Lugol's, L-U-G-O-L-S, and that will protect your thyroid because the thyroid actually puts the nutrients into the blood and feeds the whole body. So you really have to make sure that your thyroid is working properly. And a lot of people that are being targeted or ending up with the uh, chemtrail flu they're the ones that have really low iodine. And as soon as you start beefing up on iodine, and iodine should only be used to jumpstart your thyroid. It's not something you want to live on. So what I would re recommend is doing like 10 drops of iodine in a juice once a day for about a week and then stop. And then you can get, I'd wait a week, and then you can get the bentonite or the bend in whatever they call it, the brown one, iodine, and rub it on the inside of your arm and uh, see how fast you absorb that. If you don't absorb it at all, then you really don't, then you don't need any more iodine. Uh, and also you want to eat your iodine, which is actually better. So you want to do your um, organic seaweed or in good areas, make sure you get your seaweed or your kelp in good areas, but also in... Um, get it in your bananas as well. So you want to look up a chart and see how you can keep iodine. And then the other thing is your minerals, because your minerals are your if, – if you're starting to have bad teeth or your teeth get cavities or browning or having problems with your teeth, um, I've heard in the last few days several people that bite into something kind of hard but not real hard and then their teeth break. Well, that's not because – um, you know, it's age, or it's because your body is using all the minerals to fight off the chemtrails or the other poisons in our environment. So you want to make sure that you're using some kind of a mineral supplement and check your salt. You want to be using like a pink salt, a Himalayan pink salt. Uh, also, sea salt is really good. But they have so many different varieties. I like to switch it up so that you're getting different minerals from different areas and keep your mineral content up. If you can't get a hold of a good source of minerals, then you might want to do um, a mineral source in a liquid bottle of some kind. Um, the ones out of Utah are supposed to be the best. I did come across a website called Pipping, 
P-I-P-I-N-G, rock.com, and they have by far the best prices. So you can go in and purchase all of this stuff, and it won't cost you maybe but $30. So I've been shopping on there for the last few days because I'm just really um, surprised happily that we can get all these nutrients at a really low price and we're not being gouged. So I just wanted to pass that on to your listeners so that they could arm themselves and know how to heal themselves in case they do get subjected to something. Uh, the fiberglass is a dust, so it comes in through your roof, it comes in through your vents, it comes in through your windows, your doors. So even if you have an ionized ozone purifier, which I have too, it was still coming in and affecting me. So the onions is great. If I'm at home, I have, I have my onions on right now. Um, I keep them on all the time when I'm at home because the oil just protects my body. And if there is any fiberglass in, because it, it goes to your bronchial systems and you can't breathe and you feel like you're drowning. And that's why people are getting misdiagnosed with lung cancer and pneumonia. So you you want to keep your onions on until they quit spraying. But this way you don't have to live in fear. You just buy a bag of onions and, you know, it's just something else that we got to do and move on. So hope that helped. Right. Oh, yes. And now can you stay on with me for the uh, duration of the show? If you need me. Yeah, because I think you're like some of the other people that have called in tonight because I know them. Okay, okay go right ahead. Okay. Queen Opulence, your microphone is on. Go ahead. Oh, greetings. Namaste. Um, very interesting information that was shared earlier. I'm grateful that I was called to be a part of the receiving of the information. And you're, you're a caller, the doctor. Thank you for sharing that information. I don't have too much to say. I'm kind of... Um, just in a listening mode and, and just yeah. sending well, out energy. Well, yeah, share a little bit about the art that that you do and how you get inspired with the art that you, that you do do and that you have available. Well, the art is inspired through spirit, and I work in many, many, many mediums. I'm a medium, so to speak, and I work with I work with metal. I work with clay. I work with children. I work with um, fabric and dance and music and whatever I'm guided to do. In addition to that, I'm I'm working on a book now, Marcus, and and I'm cool. excited about. It came yeah, out of the a, book about. It's well. It's evolving. It it was born from from pain, which I'm sure often books come from. And then in the writing of it, I, I going to the pain and and writing it, and I I thought, gee, I got it all together. I found out if you talk about people who are living, you can get sued. So it was clear that I didn't want to do that. But it took me on a on a on another journey, and it um. It's going to be spiritual, educational, um, motivational, uh, historical, um, artistic. It's going to have a lot of the components that that intrigue me in this life and and on this realm and other realms. So uh, I'll just leave you with that 
with that cliffhanger, um, but I, I look forward <laughs> to coming and being with you and, and sharing about it in the near, in the very near future. Cool. All right. That well, just stay in touch, on uh, because um, I know you work very strong with the divine feminine, and I mean your your artwork is definitely very beautiful and definitely has a lot to offer humanity, and there's no doubt about that. Well, thank you, thank you so much for for your saying that. I I enjoy creating, consciously creating, because we're all creators, and we all create continually. But you know, in a conscious mode, it's very very rewarding. And one of the things I did want to speak about that your um, that Karen spoke about was the fact of um, traveling. Um, through our dream times, through our meditation, through our through our thoughts, through our words, I've tapped mm. into that very, very nicely, and and I really am enjoying it very much. It's very comfortable. It, it's natural, and it's you know it's the way of the future. It's the way right. of the past. It's the way of the future. So. I will return and and thank you for allowing me to speak and thank you for con- you know staying connected to me, my brother. Namaste. Yeah, namaste. And um and and mostly I have another friend of mine from Canada. Um, not not a but you're you're on the air. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Hi. Yeah. Um, introduce yourself. This is Marcy, and and a little bit about what you do, who you are, who um, you are. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't catch um, the 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 woman's name that um, was was talking in regards to the chemtrails and stuff. Um, Dr. Mug Mugsy, go ahead. Why don't you share Mugsy? your website again? Mugsy, share your website again for everybody. Um, I don't have a website. <laughs> no, 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 Mugsy, you're the one you're. Mugsy, hello. <laughs> Doctor Sam Mugsy, M U G Z Z I. I'm Italian. So think of pizza. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Just call me Sam. Sam? Okay. Yes, yeah, Sam. Um, yeah, she, she's a sweetheart. I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah we, we, uh, she and I have known each other quite a few years. Right, Muggsy? Sam? Sam? Sam. Yeah, we, you and I have known each other for quite a while. Yes, that's true. No, I, I love your energy. Um, and I can appreciate and understand where you're coming from. <clears throat> uh, um, and Marcus, I don't know where you want me to go with this. And All right. Well, basically, share a little bit about your your own how you perceive the Earth itself and the energy going on, because you definitely have a very gifted perception of that. <clears throat> Well, it's just <clears throat> um, it's just that, that I find that we're we're really getting really wrapped up in a lot of 3D distractions, and it, and, it, and it's really distracting. <laughs> you know, distractions distracting. Right, and that's done intentionally, as as, much as, we, as we all know, that's done intentionally to distract us. Yeah, <laughs> and with with chemtrails and stuff. Um, you know, it's it's. What is it that we can do about it? Now, Marcy, you you shared a few things, 
and and I was finding this very interesting. Uh, and at the same time, I'm thinking, well, overall, shouldn't shouldn't we be all really um, focused on our diet and and what we ingest? Uh, um, you know, besides the air we breathe, the the food we eat, and where the food comes from that we eat. Right. Right. And one thing, one of the problems is, is you know, is the GMOs and the other yeah, chemicals they put in the food. and the whole bit. I mean, a lot of the ingredients they put into food is not really food. As you know, I'm sure, Sam, I'm sure you can speak on that easily. But what the, our friends of the Drumbean Council were saying. It's just focus on your own energy and, and the light. Just filling your food with the light. Actually, you know change what? Change its properties so that it's no longer harmful. Right. When when okay. I'm actually um. It's very interesting where that um, Marcy is on the phone. Um, well, Marcy. Marcy. Sam. Yes, sweetie. Sorry, I'm I'm yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Sam. He's, he's really, okay, let um, me explain something. First of all, you want to buy real food. If it's in a box, you don't want it. You want real, real food, and you want to make your stuff from scratch. So what I do with my people is we buy our own grains. We grind it up. We make our own bread. We make our own pancakes. And when people come over to my house and eat my food, they're like, oh, my God, this is so delicious. It's because we're not eating plastic. We're not eating poisons. We're eating really real food. And when you eat real food, you're no longer hungry. But the other key is is you don't want to be one of those hunters that goes out and shoots wildly into the sky and prays to God a duck falls in your path. You want to be very focused on your approach to healing. Okay, and a great way to do that is iridology. This has been kept from us. It's a science that Jesus used to use. You can look into the eyes. It's a reflexology point and see what is breaking down. You can see if your stomach juices are working properly to break down the food and absorb the nutrients that that it needs. If it's not, you could take the most expensive vitamins ever, and it won't matter because you can't break it down because your juices aren't aligned. So you need to know what's going on in your body. And I highly recommend looking up iridology. Empoweringbetterhealth.com is one of my websites. It's my um, healing one. I'm going to teach how to do a home wellness center, and iridology is on there. And it will blow you away when you can see how much you can see in the eyes and have more of a focused approach on repairing your body because it's no longer just eating the right foods. It's repairing what we damaged over the years. And Marcus, my guest is waiting. He's three one four. Um, um. Oh, okay. I see him. All right. Let me uh, bring him on. Okay. All right. Three one four. You're on the air. Marcus, can you introduce him, please? This is Ray Kozalundit. I can't say his name. <laughs> Ray, is it you? Yeah, it's me, Ray Kozalundit. How you doing, Doctor Sam? Hi, sweetie. This is Marcus. Um, 
Ray, just so you know, he is a contactee. Now, he actually meets in the physical um, different star beings. He's been on their ships, so he knows all their ships. He knows their mannerisms, their energy. He's met 32, four regressives, and 28 good ones. And this went back to, it started with his grandfather, who used to meet a guy that was um, an elf or a gnome. And uh, he used to take him sandwiches. So anyway, Ray, go ahead. Just give him your song, baby. <laughs> and, all right, and Ray, you and I need, definitely need to just talk off air. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, it all started with my late grandfather, Yugoslavia. He was a lumberjack. And uh, <clears throat> my grandmother gave him five sandwiches, and he had his coffee. But out of this woods came this 12-inch dwarf, and they were talking. To make a long story short on that, the reason he was there with my late grandfather, he said one of your sons was, was my late father, one of your grandsons, which is me, would meet many star people and uh, would have information and it would be a different crafts, different beings we would meet. And uh, that's kind of the way everything started. I came into picture uh, 12 years old in 1959. But uh, I kind of stopped there. What else do you want me to uh, say here, uh, Dr. Tell them about Brad. Oh, the bread? Okay, uh, make a long story on that. We were on the craft with my Fab Four. And um, we, my dad, before we went to meet the star people, he thought more of his wife than the star people. He went grocery shopping. He bought all the groceries, two loaves of bread. So we go on this craft. We meet, you know, the star people. And to make a long story short, they walk, walk us back to, to our car. And we watch him take off. Well, when I turned around looking in the back seat, everything was there but the bread. That's when I grabbed my dad by his arm and I said, Daddy, I said, everything's there but the bread. They took the bread. So we went back to the yard. Dad had a four-family flat. That's where we would meet. And I said, the next time we see the star people, that's the first thing that came out of my mouth. We bring bread. Well, my dad laughed. And the second time we went to meet him, he took five loaves of bread. The third time we went to meet him, he took seven loaves of bread. My dad didn't laugh no more. It was a peace offering. We never had any missing time. And that that was the deal with the, with the loaves of bread. Well, my late grandfather did it with five sandwiches because he gave the dwarf one sandwich and it talked. It was a peace offering with him and his dwarf. And through the period meeting 32 different star people, 28 good and 4 bad, everybody participated. And uh, the main reason that they were there, they were given information about what we were doing wrong down here to turn everything around. So that's kind of where, where that went. Anything else, Dr. Tell them about the latest visitations we have from George. That's really exciting. Yeah, when me and Dr. Sam are on Skype, on Skype phone, uh, she calls the elephant people. That's one of my fab four from the 13th and 14th dimension. These guys are like a million years in technology. 
and uh, me and Stan were supposed to meet, and Stan knows what I'm talking about. But every time we're on there, uh, George, the elephant, uh, we can hear him breathing real heavy, and he's actually saying some words that you can't understand because of the, I guess, dimension and area he's mm-hmm. in. And uh, so this happens every time me and her are on Skype phone. And, uh, she also can say some things to George and get some information from George because Dr. Sam's a psychic. She's got a lot of energy around her, and the meeting of me and her and doing the shows was supposed to be, and kind of what we're going to do with uh, EBH Club, get all the contactees that have been silent for so many years and now have a safe haven to come out and say and do what they're supposed to do. It's their time. Safe haven to do yeah. I definitely would like to help you with with, with that because uh, I, I know I'm I've been moved to do a lot of the gathering work as well, which um, some of the things which which I do I don't necessarily say on air, which of course as you I'm sure you you and Sam knows the the common people are not ready for all that you and I and Sam know or have seen yet, but right. that will be at some point. They're, they're, what we're doing, contactees, and what, what Dr. Sam and I, and I am doing and other people, we're the setup people. We're the setup people to start. And as we go through this, that period is 2017, whatever it is, major year, the contact down here, but the awakening consciousness of the people on this planet that will be prepared and they're being prepared for the truth now to awaken what's going on what's going to happen as we go from third D fourth dimensional we're setting everything for the star people that will make it smooth for them when they come down here for actual contact uh, take over from there I understand what you just said Yes, and um, basically, um, there, a lot more is going to be communicated through shows. That's why people like like Sam and me and 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 you, Ray, and many others that really know what's going on, that really see and perceive a great deal more, are communicating and teaching a lot more information because it's time. Like you're saying, I totally agree with you. It is time. Right. Are you are you part of the Andromeda Council? I am. Some uh, many of my um, higher dimensional and omniversal aspects of my own soul's expression are part of the Drum Dean Council, but some of them will do other work. Do you know my um, friend? All right. Um, we, we, you and I need to talk. We'll, we'll talk off here, and we'll be able to talk, talk more openly in yesterday. And definitely, I've already talked to Sam. The three of us are going to be doing the show together, probably even more than one. But we'll talk off here and we'll plan that out. Okay. Good. Sounds great. All right. So, uh, so I wrote down your number. So uh, I'm in New Hampshire. So I'm Erico603. And that's I call you from my Google Voice, from my Gmail. And that's a California number. I don't, I don't have that one memorized. Okay. 
<laughs> I was, she told you where I'm from. Yeah. Right. So basically, the, um, my, my one of my high universal um, aspects of my soul is a dragon and a phoenix. But you know that's just some of my universal um, aspects of my soul's expression. And basically, right. I am constantly aware that my I have assisted many planets that are um, moving through the ascension process that have had resistance or need some help or some guidance. And um, so that's part of what I do, but I know I'm just one of many. All right. Yeah. You say you this, these are two facets of a diamond. Okay. Did you say you incarnated as a dragon? Um, yeah. One, um, one of some of my forms is a dragon and a phoenix. From yes, yeah. yeah the only reason I asked that is uh, my friend Tanai, who. It incarnates as a dragon, and also not as an angel, but uh, she has like gold leather wings with horns out of the back of her head. She's a right. commander of the uh, Silver Legion. Yes, I know Tanath, and I've I've spoken with her on Skype, and she does good work. That's I've no doubt about that. I've I've talked to her directly a few times. Okay. Yeah, I did a show with her. And uh, back in September, I think it was September 7th, really brilliant person, and, uh, yeah, really I haven't met her in person, you know, because we look far away from each other, but she's definitely a good soul, and she does important work. That's no doubt about that. Right. I think she's in Florida. I think that's where she said she was. I'm not sure. She's in Florida? Oh, oh. Sorry, well, I'm up north in New Hampshire, so. Okay. But, it's cold up there, right? You, know, you, you and I, well, a few days ago it was below zero for a few days. And wind chill was probably like about 20, 30 below zero, wind chill. Wow. But it's warmed up to about 20 degrees now. So it's warmer. <laughs> kind of where it's at here because we had zero, we had uh, minus one, that was our lowest here in St. Louis. Right, so. Yeah, well, um, one I'm thing being... I want to mention really fast is that one of the things that I've learned from George recently is that what he is doing is he is actually meeting with, with Ray once every two months or every other month that they're meeting, and he meets another ET race or star people race, and he finds out who they are and what their ship is and stuff. And then when they get done with the meeting, uh the Ray or, or not Ray George and the Fab Four go go ahead in our timeline to see if there what what kind of a reaction took place from the information that they gave. So this is some of the protection that they're putting in place so that they can bring about the um, meetings with the Star People without bringing any damage to our timeline. And I think that's amazing. And when we hear George, we can actually hear the uh, spaceship going through space. You can hear the whizzing, and it's just incredible to hear uh, actually that, that phenomenon instead of just 
uh, talking about it, and that's what we're going to start doing on my show is Ray and I are going to give George and the Fab Four an opportunity to talk with the people. Uh, we think that eventually you'll be able to hear them as they re-enter our space. But um, until then, you can hear what we're hearing and actually have contact yourself and start the process. So I think that is just phenomenal and exciting that people are going to be able to participate in the first phase of contact. This is exciting, people. Well, yes. Now, let me explain to you a little bit more um, about what Karen and I do, because we do monthly shows with the Drum Dean Couch, because both of us are a part of that. Is basically we extend our consciousness, although we do it in different ways, which isn't really important. And basically, the Drumming Council, our ambassador, and others tell us where they want us to go, whether it be another galaxy, another universe, a ship. So they communicate to that to our souls, to our dragons ahead of time. And then we then, when it comes time that we actually do the pre-recording for both of our shows, we have separate shows. We then expand our consciousness. And we, like, project our consciousness to where they have told us they want us to be. And we go there. And then they, through Karen, also myself, mostly through Karen, because her work is a little bit different than mine. And they communicate, and she translates what they're saying telepathically. So we can have, like, a whole room full of intergalactic beings from many different dimensions, different universes sometimes, they're in the same room, in the same place, because many of them project their consciousness in a similar way. Some do it in other ways, because there's different ways of doing it, depending on where you are. And Well, and, and I don't need to get into all those details, but anyways. And she shares what she sees, what she perceives, the beings that are there. And I see the same thing she does, but she communicates it and, and translates it in a much more clearer way and brings the information live to the show. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I love working with her. She's, she's a close friend. No, but she's, she's, but there she's are many others that are doing important work as well. And I think, um, Sam, I know that, you know, it was only a matter of time before you and I started doing more things together, and it definitely sounds like you know what you're doing with Ray sounds like really important work. There's no doubt about it, and what you were just talking about. So any way that I can help and support, you know, I'm here for you. One thing, can I say something? Go ahead. I understand, <laughs> I understand that the Andromeda Council are main players in this, and we'll talk off the air about that. My my people. <laughs> My people are a higher dimension, and uh, it is no cut down to your your people. Uh, these guys are anywhere from fifty thousand to a million years of technology, and yes. uh, we're all in this together. And this most definitely, Galactic Federation. I, I kind of use the word union. There's three hundred other worlds plus the twelve planets of the Ramana Council, and uh, the ambassadors. Because I heard you say that for each planet, uh, and from what I understand, you guys have meetings every day? Often in, in my sleep state, I'm I'm there a lot. I'll put it that way. So, but like I said, you and I can talk more off air. 
But basically, when I like when I do sessions with people, um, mm-hmm. especially if they're more ready for it, I help them with their consciousness expansion integration with creation itself to connect more consciously with the totality of their soul, to connect more consciously with the true living consciousness of creation itself, which, as you as you all know, is within us, but it's also within all creation itself. Right. And they have, so that they can really see and connect with that in a more conscious and focused way. Some are more ready for it than others, as, as says, I'm sure you well know. Right. And I also do um, use toning, working with harmonics of creation itself, which they talked about on the show today. They said that they do sound waves, but it's not really sound waves because they have to term it in a way that the common audience would understand, but as harmonics of creation itself, which they use to contract the, the harp frequencies and the photonic and other weapon frequencies that they use here to prevent it from going through the portals, which would then damage or destroy other planets, other galaxies, because that negative energy would go through those portals and do extreme damage, even destroy ships, you name it. So they have to be counteracted, and they do it through harmonic creation frequencies. Distortions. And, and other ways which they did not say on air because... The all common audience will not understand. I understand. Makes sense. Hey, Marcus, thank you. All right. Um, is it way? Um, is it okay if I call you back after the show's off here? Um, yeah. I. I. Uh. Well, yeah. Skype me. Uh. uh well, well, Sam. Okay. Thank you for your sharings. I. I love. To- um, listening and, and sharing uh, yours that you shared with us. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Really, it's all Ray. <laughs> it's all He's my bud. We're causing trouble, man. We're gonna we're we're cutting That's through the paradigm. paradigm. We're moving to another direction. That's all right. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. What we do. <laughs> Most definitely, Dennis. All right, so I'll talk to you later, Dennis, because I, I got to touch base with. With, with Sam and Ray off, off air. All right. So okay. you want to do right. via Skype after I close the show? All right. We'll we'll be good. We'll we'll, we'll contact. All right. All right. Well right. Okay. Love, line blessings right. to all. Right. And I'll close the show with only love is real. Whenever you're feeling confused When life's purpose eludes Remember what really matters There's only love that is real, only love that is real, only love.
Namaste.